Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. The only way to bag a classy lady is to give her two tickets to the gun show. It's Monday Gun Day with the gun guy. Just watch out for the guns. They'll get you. Stop calling your arms guns. Hammer and Nigel Show, 93 WIBC. My name is Nigel. Hammer right over there with a special guest on the drivehubler.com hotline. He is a 2A attorney, a firearms instructor, and a damn fine American. He's Guy Relford. Guy, how are you? Man, I'm great, and thanks always to our sponsor, Fort Liberty Firearms in Avon. Great place to buy firearms, ammunition, or accessories. Check out my buddies at the Fort. That's FortLibertyFirearms.com. Guy, we got a number of places we can start, but something that just kind of crossed our desk earlier today, there's going to be a press conference Wednesday in regards to the Greenwood Park Mall shooting. Now, those who have listened to this program know that your client, Eli Dickin, was the civilian hero in this situation, eliminating the threat by killing the bad guy. Can you tell us anything at all about what's expected on Wednesday? Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's a joint press conference. The, the, the press release put out by uh, Chief James Eisen down in Greenwood, uh, who I think has just done really an excellent job throughout this whole process, including GPD's investigation. But the FBI and Chief Eisen uh, announced that they're having a joint press conference. I expect uh, the Johnson County prosecutor to be there as well, and I think they'll release the results of their investigation, uh, including uh, anything they could find as to the motive uh, of the shooter and going in there trying to, to murder as many people as possible in the Greenwood Park Mall on July 17th of this year and also say that they've concluded their investigation as to Eli's uh, conduct and his his actions and, and I, I absolutely no doubt they'll announce that uh, his actions were fully justified he's a hero and he saved countless lives that day. What's taken so long here? Is it because they've been trying to go through some of the electronic devices that the shooter had, the the horrific gunman, and trying to salvage those devices. I know one of them was thrown in an oven, I believe. There was another one that was put in a toilet. Uh, is this what's taken so long? That's exactly it. In fact, they announced fairly early that they weren't going to be able to get any information off of the laptop, and you're exactly right. That's what was put into an oven. I think there was a can of butane in there with it that didn't explode, but just the heat, I think, destroyed the, the hard drive on the computer, and they, they announced fairly early, and then this was the Greenwood Park, uh, excuse me, it was the uh, Greenwood Police Department acting in conjunction with the FBI, uh, that they weren't going to get any information off of the laptop, but then what took a lot longer longer was trying to get information off of the bad guy's iPhone. And you're right, he had thrown the phone into a toilet. And I don't think it was so much damaged from the water as they had to unlock it. And the way these things work is is they, they figured out they can unlock iPhones without the code, but they have to essentially put in every conceivable combination of numbers uh, uh, over time. And there's a computer program that does this, but it takes a hell of a long time. And that's really what's been going on is they've been trying to get information off of the iPhone. And, and the one thing that I'm not entirely sure about, I've talked to Chief Eisen repetitively throughout the investigation. I don't know whether 
they were able to unlock it and got information off of the phone, whether they unlocked it and the phone was so damaged they couldn't get anything off of it, or if the final pieces of the information, uh, you know, in fact were recoverable from the phone. That's one thing that that I don't know going into the press conference on Wednesday. I'm going to be there in person. I've already been contacted uh, by uh, several media members wanting to know if if I'll address the media, which I'm happy to as Eli's attorney. I've had questions whether Eli is going to be there. He, he absolutely is not going to be there, but uh, but I will be. And, and uh, anybody has questions about Eli or anything along those lines, I'm happy to address those at the press conference. Last thing here before we move on to something else, Guy. You mentioned that Eli will not be there. That's not a big surprise. He doesn't appear like the kind of guy that is rushing to tell his story. How's he doing? I know you talk to him on a regular basis. How is Eli doing? And do you think there'll ever be a time where he does sit down and tell his story. He may, he may, but you know, he's kind of the opposite of some of the other folks you've seen out there, like Kyle Rittenhouse, uh, who, you know, who never met a TV camera he didn't like. Eli's just exactly the opposite. He's a very private guy. And you know what? I, I won't divulge, you know, any communications as to Eli specifically, but I can tell you that having now represented a number of people, uh, half a dozen or so, who have gone through something similar, who've taken a life, uh, you know, fully justified in, in, in heroic circumstances, it's still an, an incredibly uh, life-affecting moment when you have to endure something like that. And you can look back on it and know that you were justified. You can look back on it and know you did the right thing and you saved a lot of lives, but it's still a life-altering situation and, 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 and very traumatic. And uh, and so I think that's why it's important for everybody to give Eli his space and kind of let him get back to his life as normal as, as he can make it. Uh, we're speaking with Guy Relford, Monday Gunday here on the Hammer and Nigel Show. I really enjoyed the podcast you did with FOP President Rick Snyder. I believe it's called the Remnant Revealed Podcast, the R&R yeah. uh, podcast. One of the guy, one of the things that you talked about, you should seek that out. Really, really good conversation with you and, and FOP President Rick Snyder. One of the things you guys talked about was the... The media's non-reporting of incidents of good guys with guns. They act like it doesn't exist. They act like it's a myth. They act like it doesn't happen. We just had another uh, example of a good guy with a gun stopping a mass shooting, a possible mass shooting at an Amazon warehouse in Arizona not too long ago. Can you expand on, on maybe some of the things you guys were talking about in that podcast? Yeah, I mean, it, it is a hell of a podcast, by the way. I really enjoyed doing it. You're right. It's called Remnant Revealed. It was at uh, the Father's House, which is a church. It's It was with... Um uh, Dr. Chris Holland, the pastor down there, the lead pastor, and Rick Snyder, FOP president, as you mentioned. And we got into an awful lot, man, a lot of things that are really near and dear to my heart. We talked about, uh, you know, what the Bible says uh, about uh, the ability to defend yourself or defend your home or defend other innocent people. And, you know, the, 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 of the Ten Commandments, you know, one of them says, thou shalt not kill. Does that mean, you know, that you, you can't defend yourself or defend other innocent people? What are the implications for law enforcement officers uh, or military 
military members or even, you know, back to private citizens saving lives like Eli Dickin did and, and as uh, another gentleman apparently did in that Amazon warehouse you mentioned. But, yeah, it, it, you know, it, it's the same. It's this cancellation mentality, guys, that, that you've talked about many times. And, you know, it's 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 that if the, if the media has decided that if they ignore it long enough, they can they can make a plausible argument that it doesn't happen simply because they're not reporting on it. You know, it's like, you know, no credible evidence of election fraud. Well, it's because you didn't look for any, any you found you didn't report. <laughs> you know, it's like there's never no such thing as a good guy with a gun. Well, you say that because you ignore all the reports of heroes. And hell, I've represented half a dozen right here in central Indiana myself that have saved lives. Uh, you know, a lady uh, that uh, that saved the life of a police officer in Rising Sun, uh, Indiana, Kisty Phillips, the gentleman who saved lives uh, after uh, someone going through a schizophrenic breakdown murdered a cemetery worker and was trying to murder multiple other people in Brownsburg. Brownsburg, yeah. And he and he saved lives. I, you know, the, the assistant manager at the Kroger at 71st and Georgetown who stopped an armed robber uh, who was trying to force a security guard back into an office in that Kroger during an armed robbery for who knows what purpose. I mean, that, you know, that, that, and that's just me. I'm one lawyer in central Indiana, and, and I've represented multiple people who have played that role of, of the good guy with a gun and saved countless lives. And so, yeah, they've just decided, you know, the Hunter laptop, you know, the Hunter Biden laptop, we just won't report on it. Therefore, we can ignore it or, or label it as Russian disinformation. And there it didn't really happen. That's what they do with a good guy with a gun story. Um, that's why, you know, I'm glad we're having the press conference with, with Eli uh, on Wednesday, not with him there, but about his conduct and his activities and his heroism, uh, because, you know, we can rebut uh, some of that because, it, you know, whether it's social media or the major networks or the media generally they've just decided they're not going to report on those stories when they happen so they can turn around and say it's all a myth and it never happens guy got a couple minutes left here do you expect any sort of shenanigans from this lame duck congress as they limp to the finish line here in regards to guns the house is about to flip it's going to go from democrat to republicans it's a small majority but the republicans take the majority the senate the democrats gained a seat are we going to see anything in regards to gun control here in the next couple of days? Uh, you know, there's a big push for it. In fact, our own beloved Joe Hogsett, uh, mayor of Indianapolis, is one of a number of Democrat mayors who signed a letter urging the Senate to take up the assault weapon ban, quote unquote, that the House passed earlier in this Congress. And uh, and Hogsett, along with several other mayors, saying, you know, you got three days, uh, you need to pass the assault weapon ban and send it to Joe Biden's desk, who obviously would sign it. I don't think so, guys, because I think in order to have any plausible uh, likely of passing, they would have to do away with a 60-vote requirement for cloture, you know, to call the bill to uh, uh, to a uh, vote in the Senate. I don't think they're, they're going to want to take that on in just a couple of days um, uh, left in this Congress and then substantively vote. Uh, as well to pass it. I don't think they do want to do either one of those things, and that's why I don't expect a vote in the Senate. If anybody has any questions or they want to continue this conversation, Guy, how do they reach out to you? 
Uh, best way to get a hold of me is just through the website, RelfordLaw.com. That's RelfordLaw.com. Guy, this is my uh, last show until the beginning of the new year. I've yeah. got some use it or lose it vacation time. I know you're going to be filling in quite a few days when I'm gone. Uh, Nigel's going to be here, but I will be out. So let me just tell myself to you, Merry Christmas to you and your family. You've always been so kind to this show, to Nigel and I, and uh, we appreciate you taking the time to join us. Oh, man, it's always a pleasure. I love coming on with you guys, love filling in. Nigel and I will have some fun oh, yeah. uh, in your in your absence next week. But, always. man, you enjoy your holiday. And, and by the way, congratulations on that number one rating for Afternoon Drive. And that's in the country for uh, mid-market uh, radio shows. That's an incredible honor. You guys earned it. And I'm really, really proud of you guys and proud to be just a very small part here on Monday Gunday. Thank you so much. And I'll be sure to leave the beer fridge open for you and Nigel in my office. <laughs> now we're talking. Guy, thank you. Thanks, guys. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.